Fermentis is an expert in the art of fermentation. Fermentis works and supports all breweries in order to make the best beer together. Fermentis offers many fermentation solutions to fit all of your needs. Active dry yeasts, bacterias, fermentation aids, functional products. If you have a fermentation issue, Fermentis obviously has the solution. That's why Fermentis is the obvious choice for beverage fermentation. To find out more about Fermentis, check out their website www.fermentis.com or download the Fermentis app available for Android and iOS. That's Fermentis spelt F-E-R-M-E-N-T-I-S. At some point, we've all had to turn a spare room into a custom and excise warehouse, haven't we? And in doing so, you end up on a path to starting a brewery that would go on to release some 70 unique beers in 2022. Today's guest has done just that. And in co-founding Vault City of Portobello in Edinburgh, he's helped create one of Scotland's most popular breweries. Hello and welcome to the Brewer's Journal podcast. My name is Tim Sheehan, editor of the Brewer's Journal. Last week, we made a whistle-stop visit to Edinburgh to visit some of the city's finest breweries and also sample some of the excellent beers they're currently producing. Needs must. This involved visiting Vault City based in the coastal suburb of Portobello. Co-founded by Stephen Smith Hay, back in January 2018, the brewery is going from strength to strength and is forecasting triple-digit growth in 2023. In this episode, we speak to Stephen about the early days of Vault City, its recent investments in capital equipment, and the brewery's aim to bring more people into the wonderful world of sour beers. But first, let's take a brief look at the success story that was 2022. It's a testament to the, the team that... We've come into this year wearing masks and coming out of a global pandemic uh, to, to where we are now, seeing production double and the quality of, of the beers going out, a huge number of projects completed successfully. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a brilliant, remarkable 2022. Yeah. The brewery has made progress in the amount of beers it brews and the level of sales it's making but also in the quality of equipment it uses to produce and package its beers too. Coming into 2022, we sort of, we noticed that we had problems with capacity, problems with packaging and problems with the, the level of losses that we, we were seeing. So the main goal for 2022 was to see those projects or see, invest in projects to, to see that improve. So we, um, we've, Doubled capacity. We installed uh, 1075 hectolitre uh, fermenters, um, specially designed by Willis European to fit the space that we've got. They're sort of a metre wide and, and uh, very tall, and two hundred and fifty hectolitre fermenters. And that's now allowed us to come into twenty twenty three with with excess capacity. 
the losses as well were, were, were pretty high, given that we are, you know, very fruit forward, usually using sort of 200 grams a litre plus of, of whatever fruit it is that we're using. Our losses were somewhere in the high 20s uh, coming into the year. And with the addition of the new decanter centrifuge, we're hoping to reduce that down below 10, hopefully sub 5% losses. Of course, whilst not impacting the, the, the flavour profile of the beer. Um, and finally, packaging as well. So I uh, invested in uh, the new Microcan CP10, one of the first five people in the UK to, to take that machine on. And then the ancillary packaging equipment, we were the first in the UK to bring Zomerdijk over from the Netherlands and install uh, their, their entire end-to-end packaging solution, which allows us to run the CP10 at full whack, 4,500 cans an hour with two operators. And increasing the efficiency of its small pack operation has been all important in getting Vault City beers to market. Supermarkets have been key to our, our journey. We are we were one of the first people uh, after your, your North Northern Monks. Uh, we're probably one of the biggest surprises, I think, for, for supermarket entry. And I was acutely aware of the impact that could have had on the brand. Uh, but we went in with a very honest and open attitude and explained to people that, you know, during COVID, COVID taught me a lot of very hard and lessons that we, we, we almost couldn't have recovered from. The big one being, as you grow overheads, you need to have dependability. And with supermarkets, we've got that. So uh, currently in, in Tesco and, and Morrison's with, with four beers that you can't find outside of supermarkets uh, in, in, in Cannes. And uh, we do have another couple of supermarket contracts lined up to, to take us into 2023. I think it's a great thing for consumers where they can go into a supermarket and pick a beer off the shelf. That's a reasonable price point and hopefully we'll start their, their, their beer journey. I think something like Triple Fruit Mango from Tesco or Peach and Passion Fruit Bellini from Morrison's, these are beers that people can easily pick up and have relatable flavours that they can then uh, hopefully enjoy sour beer and then look at where they can get more. Um, that is hopefully sending them along to a bottle shop to either pick up more Vault City or, or other amazing UK sour breweries. Independent trade is the lifeblood of Vault City. While recent supermarket listings have given the brewery increased stability in a challenging market. But regardless of where you're buying those beers, the goal for Stephen and the team is to provide a quality, enjoyable product and to also make sour beers more accessible for all. The name itself doesn't do ourselves, doesn't do us any favours, I don't think. Uh, sour beer doesn't have the greatest connotations to people who don't understand what the what, what the category is all about. I think for us, we are trying to flip the, the beer journey on its head. You tend to see people starting off with your pale ales, your IPAs, maybe moving on to Souts, and they pick up a Saison and go, you know, what's this? Why is, why is this this fizzy beer taste like baked beans? Um, you, you then get your, you know, you're moving into appreciating sours in the form of, you know, your, your Gouzes, Lambics, Gozes, uh, Berliner Weisses. Um, typically, that would be reserved for craft beer aficionados and the end of your craft beer journey but what we're trying to do is to open up that category and be a lot more accessible and and allow people to 
approach craft beer from from the other side. So you're 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 trying sour beer as your first drink. I believe that our beer can be more accessible than than pale ales and, and IPAs. It can be uh, something like strawberry sundae tastes like strawberries and creams. Cloudy lemonade tastes like you know lemonade you'd make at home. I think that's been really real key to our growth is is the accessibility and also just the you know it does what it says on its on the tin. There's nothing worse when you try a beer that says it tastes like chocolate marshmallows and honeycomb and it it just tastes a sadness. So we're 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 really keen to make sure that our beers do exactly what 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 they say what they say they do. While Vault City calls itself a brewer of modern sour beer, Stephen also feels that such descriptors don't tell the full story when it comes to the beers they produce. It almost needs its own entire set of BJCP guidelines and people talk about sour beer as sour beer but we talk about sour beer as you know are we making a tropical beer are we making something sour are we, or sorry are we making something uh, pastry are we making something berry forward um you know the, the collaboration that we did with Procladi last year we, we took a, a sour based beer with lemon verbena and we we aged it in classic laddie barrels and like you know that that's there's such a, a widespread available to us and such a, a broad palette that we can paint from that it almost does need its own its own definition its own its own categories i think um it, it's always quite funny to see to see people pointing at it and you know getting up in arms about what we're doing isn't beer and it's it's all terrible and i think these people just need to take a look at themselves and realize what they're getting angry at uh, it's uh, it, uh, there's a place in the world for 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 landlord and and Oakham Citra. There's a place in the world for uh, Cookie Dough Dream Cake. Since starting out in 2018, Vault City has been focused on exploration. At the heart of their beers is the brewery's house culture and mixed fermentation base beer, paired with real fruit ingredients and they use literal tons of it in their recipes. And they've come a long way since Stephen was brewing at home, formative weeks and months that presented their own hurdles to overcome. So homebrewing for me started, I think around about 2011. It was a kit uh, from uh, the Morley Homebrew Centre. I uh, picked up a, a Woodsford Swery. By the time that had finished fermenting, I think I had another four buckets on the go started off trying to clone beers at the time it was punk ipa and uh innocent gun uh rummaged i made a, a smash beer single malt single hop didn't understand single malt that well and used all black malt um that was horrendous <laughs> that goes without saying and yeah, I went from, from, from there and and uh, progressed through to things like, you know, Grainfathers, 70 litre batches, installed eight beer taps in my kitchen. It got to the stage where I was unable to, to give away the amount of beer that I wanted to produce. So next obvious step was to, to start a commercial brewery. So got uh, HMRC came around for a visit, saw the kitchen, saw the, the cellar, saw my spare room, which was a customs and excise warehouse. Um, and said, "Yeah, this is this is a bit strange. Uh, we don't normally do site visits, but we heard someone wants to do a turn a flat into a brewery. We we had to come and have a look." <coughs> Environmental health came round, made me install an automatic door closer on the kitchen door so the cat couldn't get in when we're brewing. And yeah, had to install a sign on my bedroom door saying, "Customers and excise warehouse, do not enter if you're got any cigarettes in your pocket or you're drinking a beer." And that was brilliant. Uh, so we, we installed a 400 litre three vessel kit. So it was just 
jumped up home brewer, which I still am, still uh, haven't brewed properly on the equipment here, uh, unfortunately, but um, it's um, it was very much cobbled together, poor efficiency, but you know we, we made good beer. Fermented in the cellar, 200 litre batches, so a typical 400 litre batch would be split two ways, bottled by hand using the, the beer taps in the kitchen, which uh, was a long process. It would take all day to do 40 cases. All uh, bottled conditioned in my spare room. Don't think I'd be able to afford to keep the temperature that high in the current times. And then, you know, jump about Edinburgh delivering it by hand. We quickly got recognition as being someone to sort of watch and we uh, landed at Beaver Town's uh, Extravaganza Festival and did all the uh, craft beer festivals in the UK, London, Manchester, sorry, London, Bristol, Edinburgh. And from there, 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 there was an obvious demand and uh, that was the point in which it was, you know, do we continue this as a, as a hobby or is this going to be, are we going to throw ourselves at a sour only brewery? And uh, at the time, that was just not a thing. There, there was no sort of, there was no one that had gone all sour. We looked at it and decided to, to give it a bash and uh, that's when we decided to move to Dundee. 71 Brewing took us in and um, we took up home in their, uh, their warehouse. We had a 500 square foot bit of space that we managed to fit four 40 hectolitre fermenters, uh, a mahine, two mahines and a little bit of storage as well and uh, that's where the that's where we started brewing uh, building the business or building the brewery from the from the inside out so we had one of the last additions to the to the brewery when we moved here was the actual brew kit and the the walls around us we had everything else like the chillers and the packaging equipment so in january 2021 we brewed our first beer here in, in portobello so 5,000 square foot uh, site so 10 times size and since then we've uh, gone from the 440 hectolitre fermenters to the 1075s and the, the 2150s and it seems to be every time you add more capacity it just seems to sort of feel too small pretty quickly so we, we now need another site to be able to continue to continue growth. And further growth is unsurprisingly high on the agenda for Vault City as we move through this year. Stephen is excited about the months ahead, but is also mindful of the challenges the industry faces as a whole. Success in 2023 for a lot of people will be still existing. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a bleak landscape at the moment for, for a lot of breweries, so we've got a plan to, to get through. We talked earlier about the investment that we've just put in. Um, we've got a great accountant and the with the increase in energy cost, increase in, in staffing, increase in, in, in higher purchase uh, costs, loan repayments. Um, they gave me an eye-watering number that we need to hit every month to, to stay alive. So a lot of the end of last year was spent trying to plan for the year ahead and that looks like a big growth in, in export, a big growth in, in on-trade. We're going to continue doing what we're doing with the sending our, our rotational lines out to, to bars and, and bottle shops. Uh, that's still our bread and butter and we've got some really interesting beers coming up and then uh, yeah into into a couple more supermarkets as well so the shift towards uh, four packs um in supermarkets is you know it can't be missed the, the shelves are are uh, single cans on the shelves are, are shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and uh four packs are 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 the are the future for for supermarket sales 
I know it's not in my best interest to say this, but I feel like when we task ourselves with making beer to to a budget, we we actually tend to make some of the best beer that we've we've made. So some of my my favorite personal favorite beers that we've made are are our two core range beers, Strawberry Sunday, Cloudy Lemonade, which you know are in my opinion exceptional beers. And I can say that now because I have no hand in, in making stuff anymore. Um, now we've got peach and, and strawberry, which uh, strawberry and peach, which uh, which again is 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 ultimately brewed to brewed to a budget, but um, is incredibly sessionable and and absolutely delicious. Um, we've we've really worked hard to to work with these ingredients to to bring what we you know what we put in front of people as an introduction to sour beer, which I'm really excited to see how how well that does. Uh, and then the entrance into a couple other supermarkets as well. So. 2023 is going to be a big year for us. We're, we're forecasting triple digit growth again. Um, but again, it's, it's not just focusing on, on, on growth. You know, it's focusing on ensuring that we've got all of our costs captured and making sure that, you know, we're, we try and be as, as good of an employer as possible. We're, we're got a lot of staff members to look after now. We need to make sure that the business is, is, is rock solid and, and also that they're taking a, a fair wage given that the cost of everything seems to just keep going up and up and up. So plenty of challenges in 2023 and it's um, it's a, it's going to be a tough time. It makes me quite happy that we secured our position in supermarkets early, um, giving us that continued, you know, continuous revenue stream that is, you know, kind of definitely help keeping us afloat at the moment. The Brewers Journal podcast is a production of Reby Media. Produced and hosted by Tim Sheehan. Sound engineering by Ross McPherson. Series supervision by John Young. The executive producer is Rory Harris. And special thanks to Stephen Smith-Hay of Vault City. <laughs>